It's, it's not like it's a charity posing as, you know, kind of telling lies to get money. It's a skincare brand. So, but this, this stuff goes on our face. I don't, yes. want to be li- I don't want to rub lies into my face. <laughs> I don't want to love, rub lies into my face either. Hello and welcome back to Put the Lotion in the Basket with Patrick and... Anna. Oh, and I've got to say, this is a very sweet reunion because it's been two weeks. Yeah, it feels like so long. I'm, I've been so eager to get back to the kitchen and I'm so happy that we're here. Oh my God, me too. It feels much longer than two weeks. Um, And I, I we do have a lot to talk about, or I feel you definitely do have a lot to talk I about. I have a list, yes. Oh, I can just, I could sense it. <laughs> Um, But like, let's just do a quick skin check-in because it's been two weeks since we've spoken. I've got to say you're looking very, dare I say, almost glassy. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'll take it. I'll take it. I know I'm a little shiny. Not greasy. I'll take glassy. A little shiny. We were just talking before we started rolling about how both of us are on this endless quest to find the perfect SPF tinted SPF or like perfect combination of sunscreen and makeup and it never ends and I'm still on that journey so what you're seeing today is my serums my I've returned to my trusty old Dr. Dennis Gross vitamin C serum and the one that I said that I didn't love his fill and repair serum I'm kind of it's kind of back on my good side now it comes in this little gold bottle yeah, I think it is pretty good for like plumping up the skin. I think I said last week that it that I didn't love it and it's sort of grown on me again. I don't know. So I've been using it again and today I have um I have kind of a combo of sun protection on my face. I have this Vanny Cream facial moisturizer which with SPF 30, which is a really nice moisturizer and it's a mineral sunscreen that sinks right in and it doesn't leave a white cast, but it does leave me a little shiny, unfortunately. Uh-huh. And then I kind of mixed that with a little bit of my um, Suntegrity tinted moisturizer, which I've talked about on the show before, which I've been very devoted to for a long time, but for some months now I've been in search of something else because it's it's really good, but it's just like... To, when I use it by itself as my only sun protection on my face and then also as my makeup, mm-hmm. the shade, it's not perfect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No one's ever said anything and I feel like I don't, you'd have to look pretty hard to think like, oh, she's wearing a weird shade. But like, I can just tell it's a little bit golden for my skin tone. It's a little dark. It's off from the color of the rest of my body, but like I'm just right in between and it's so hard for me to find the right yeah. shade because the Suntegrity lighter shade is too white and then I look like I'm wearing kabuki makeup. So yeah, I just have this problem all the time. So <gasps> what you're seeing is just my latest attempt to kind of mix and match different products on my face. So. Yeah, well, no, it's looking good. Thank you. But yeah, I, I struggle with the same skin tone problem and it's like, it is me. It's my eyes because there are some days or like there are like periods of time when I'm using like a tinted moisturizer. I'm like, this looks amazing. This <laughs> is the color of my skin. Yes. It just, it's like my skin <laughs> in liquid form and it just goes on. 
And then other days I'm like, I look like I'm transitioning. You know, like I just <laughs> like I look like I'm wearing makeup and like and then I'm like, I'm never wearing this again. I hate this stuff. And totally. then I move on to something else. And it's like it's just this cycle of going of, of falling in love with a product and then hating it. And then realizing when you stop using it that you actually did love it. So then you bring it back. It's like it's like dating. Yes, it's exhausting. Uh, how many frogs do we have to kiss? Oh my god! And like, how many <sighs> times do we have to look like the frog? You know, truly, or feel that we look like the frog because we're not wearing the the right skin tone. It's um, yeah, it's 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 a battle. I know. I feel like the answer is that we need to seriously monetize this podcast. Then we need to yeah. go just like laser and IPL the heck out of our faces yeah. and make them perfect so we don't need any cover-up or makeup and our skin is just perfect and we can wear clear sunblock and no cover-up and be done with yeah, it. Yeah, I just want to laser my face until I have no more uh, recognizable contours yes. or anything at all. No so pigmentation. Mean, nothing. Nothing. Just literally eyes, nose, and a mouth. And then just start again as a as a blank canvas. Yes. I think that's the I think that's the solution. That's the ideal. Just... Botox everything from the eyebrows up. Yeah. Laser the whole thing. Yeah. Just make all of our freckles fall off and oh. any little sunspots and just, oh. just clean slate. Amazing. And then that will solve our problems. It all will. of our problems, yeah. really. And we'll probably never be able to leave the house again because our skin will be so sensitive to UV rays, but it won't matter. It won't matter. It's a, it's a Zoom world anyway. What, yeah. what, what do we have to do in the world that <laughs> yeah. we can't do on Zoom? Yeah, going out into the world is, <laughs> is such a passe thing to do these days. So, yeah, but back to reality. Um, I have been enjoying some amazing products that have been gifted to me and to you by none other than the sensational Sam, who, if you remember, was our guest um, a few weeks ago. I'm still like high from that. Me too. Conversation. Sam is truly the gift that keeps on giving. I feel like it was such a good conversation. Oh, and just. then, and then, I mean, and then she goes and sends us products as well, she, a gift. Yeah, I mean, she bought about eight products with her that she get that she gave to us, yes. which was like amazing enough. And then in the mail, just over a week ago, I get this package arriving, and it had been my birthday, like. A couple of weeks before. So I was like, oh, I wonder who this is from. And it just, I opened it and it was this amazing box with this amazing holographic wrapping paper that was just like catching the light. And I was like, what is this? I opened it up and there were like five premium Korean skincare products in there. Amazing. Above and beyond. Tell us what you, uh, what you okay. got here. So here's what I've got. So here's what I'm what I've added to my routine. So after cleansing, I'm now using an AHA, BHA, PHA 30-day miracle toner from Some By Me, which is a Korean brand. It's got this, it's in this kind of gorgeous green kind of clinical medical bottle. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a toner. It's, it's a, it's a, what I'd call a gentle toner, low pH and with exfoliating kind of functions. Yes, it has the AHA, BHA acids in it. Those are um, acids that Alpha exfoliate. Alpha hydroxy and mm-hmm. beta hydroxies. And it's like, I, <laughs> when I was in my early 20s, there was this thing called liquid gold that came out. 
and everyone was talking about it. It was like this. It was because it had AHAs, and I think that was like the first time AHAs had really kind of you know like appeared on the skin scene. Everyone was talking about them, so I obviously went nuts. I did not be. I was. My skin was in no need for alpha hydroxys at that time. I basically lost three layers of skin because I just <laughs> I put it on and I I looked like a burns victim. It was really bad, and I never really went back. So this has been. And I was little bit concerned when I saw AHA had a little bit of um, PTSD from seeing it but it's so um, it's like I say so mild and the ingredients are just right that anyway I put it on onto my cleansed face and um, it's got a really kind of reassuring stringent smell but again not overbearing and what I noticed was just you know and I'm not even like putting it onto cotton ball I'm just putting it onto my fingers it's it's like water and just gently rubbing it over my face and I that's kind of my thing now I'm really you know I used to spray things on my face put rub cotton wool over my face I'm just trying to keep it like organic with just my fingers so it goes on absorbs really quickly and it just leaves me with a really kind of pink a little light pink glow you know mm. so you know that there's actives you know there's you know something's it's working happening, mm-hmm. but your skin isn't fizzing off your face at the same time perfect so like so so and i'm using it every morning and um it's great like i mean i i mean i i mean i don't know what i mean do you think my skin looks it looks good looks? Yeah. yeah your skin I looks so. just smooth yeah for someone that hasn't had botox for a year i don't think it's looking too bad um, not bad at all so that's the first thing. Then I'm putting on Neocutis Bio Serum, which is basically a peptide powerhouse. I did, when, the last time I had Botox, in fact, I was at this place in Beverly Hills and the uh, the guy who did it recommended an eye serum by Neocutis, which oh. I used and I liked. So when I was gifted this by Sam, I was very, very happy. Again, a very kind of thick, luxurious, creamy consistency, absorbs amazingly and just feels, it just kind of plumps the contours um, of my face. So that's that. And then finally, I have been using um, this a high protection SPF 50 uh, birch juice sunscreen. Oh yes, Ram the round lab. lab. Yeah. So again, goes on really easily. But, the, but then this does take me full circle back to my current problem, which is there, there's no tint in this. And I'm in a tint era right now where I need tint. I need some kind of, I just need something to hide the rosacea. So I love this, but I just need, if they, if they did this with a tint, I would never complain about anything ever again. Yeah, I loved it too. That's the Korean sunscreen that I tried after Sam was on our podcast um she gave me one of those bottles as well and i loved it like love the texture we have on our last episode we talked about how it just changed my whole idea about chemical sunscreens and i think it broke me out though it's possible that it was something else in my regimen because i was sort of switching things up at, at the time in a few different ways so i might give it one more try because i did think the texture of it was so lovely it was just 
so just like silky and mm -hmm. i don't know there's just something about it i just and the bottle is so cute yeah the packaging is just so it's just perfect but yeah there's just something about i don't these korean brands just have got it really right when it comes to um the actual the the hard product itself you know it's just um yeah it just goes right in i mean it's yeah yeah i love it love. yeah but i hear you about needing a tint I need a tin. I'm sorry. It's just like, you know, I'm 43. I need, I just, I need something. I need a filter. I just, I don't know what it is, but, um, so I'm still looking. And again, it's, you know, it's hard. It's hard being male. It's hard being a white male in 2024 <laughs> so um, hard. when it comes to skincare, at least because there just aren't as many products out there aimed at male skin, you know, yeah. but, uh, you know, save your, I'll save the violins for another time. Because, um, you know, I know there are bigger issues out there. <laughs> a few. Skincare. Not many. Skincare. <laughs> the lack of skincare for white, for white men. So there we go. That's, that's where I'm at with my face. Yeah. Well, that is actually a perfect transition into one of the topics on my list this week. So the, talking about the, these Korean brands. Because I've been trying to, to dip a little bit more of a toe into the whole K-beauty scene. Because... As we've discussed, it's it's a whole spectrum of products, and um, I think that we need many episodes to talk about Korean skincare. But so we've talked about some of their sunblocks, and so in the last couple of weeks, I became aware of this brand called Seoul Suticals. Seoul, like S E O U L, is in the city in South Korea. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now this is going to be a bit of a saga, kind of like our whole deep dive into the um, Dr. Brenner brand, that that vitamin C yeah. serum that we became very intrigued by, that I sort of solved the mystery about, but not to my full satisfaction. But anyway, this uh -huh. is another bit of a brand roller coaster. Uh -huh. So I, I find out about this brand, Soulceuticals. Obviously, the name is, we know, a play on... Skinceuticals. Skinceuticals. Yes, the very expensive high-end brand with the legendary vitamin C serum that costs $200. So Soulceuticals appears to be a Korean sort of like ripoff of SkinCeuticals or just like maybe a dupe is a better, is a kinder word. Um, I'm looking now, on their, I'm on their website and I'm looking at their bestsellers. So one of their bestsellers is their Day Glow Serum, which is a vitamin C serum. With ferulic. Mm-hmm. Just yes. like SkinCeuticals. It's 20% vitamin C with ferulic acid, hyaluronic acid. Seems like, okay, this is a dupe of SkinCeuticals. It's only $20. Let's I'm see. sorry, I'm buying it now. Right? I, I mean, yeah, I'm I want to buy it too. I know, I'm at the checkout and I'm buying it. because Do it. Because again, I need, I, I, I want to keep vitamin C in my routine. This is yes. $20. It's basically free. And... And unlike Dr. Brenner, the other $20 brand that seems to be a dupe of SkinCeuticals, they have not um, spurned us by ignoring emails. So yeah, screw them. <laughs> give your money to SoulCeuticals. Now, yeah. their other bestsellers include um, a gentle retinol cream, snail repair cream moisturizer. We've talked about snail mucin on this show before. They we seem have. to have several products with that. They have an ultra-retinol serum, a snail mucin and turmeric anti-aging mask. Like, okay, cool. Interesting. I'm interested. And, and the price points are really low. Great. But then I started to just Google a little more about, the, uh, about this company. Uh-huh. You're going to say something bad. I've just bought the serum. 
<laughs> no, I don't think this means anything bad about the products, but it is a little surprising. This brand is not based in Korea. Oh, great. <laughs> this is classic me. I see, I hear something kind of good. I'm like, right, that's it. I'm buying it. That is it. This is going to be the future for me. I don't do my due diligence. Now Anna is educating me on the fact that this probably is made well, down the street. And... <laughs> Florida. It's based in oh, Florida. Florida. <laughs> Nothing good comes from Florida. I mean, oh, true. Jesus. Now, I know. Have you ever done the thing? There was for a while on Twitter or X a thing going around saying just Google your birth date plus the phrase <laughs> Florida man. And then everybody was, tweet, you know, tweeting their whatever they came up with. It was like Florida man, you know, sprays a crocodile with a fire extinguisher at Walmart or like Florida man, <laughs> you know, it attacks his neighbor. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I digress. Um, However, no, no, but I don't think I'm, I'm not dumping on the efficacy of the products. Like I, I don't think there's any reason to think that this is not a great vitamin C serum. However, I do question whether there's just some, I don't know if you would call it appropriation. I don't know. They're (laughs) going to, they would argue with that, but they're not only only appropriating SkinCeuticals, they're appropriating Korea. So it's like double. Yes. Now, interestingly, so they do have a response to this. So, okay. I looked it up. So the president and founder is a woman named Amy Romero, who mm, yeah. appears just to be a white woman. I, I, Doesn't sound very Korean based on, to me. Yeah, she and her husband um, started the brand, and they're based in Florida. And I'm like, huh, okay. Now, on their website, they do have an FAQ s- section, frequently asked questions. And one of the questions is, is Soulceuticals really Korean? <laughs> so... I'm not the first person who has raised this. And here's what they say. And I think it's, mm, you can come to your own conclusions. Okay. As a United States-based company, one of the most common questions we're asked is if Soulceuticals is a real Korean beauty brand. I mean, that right there sort of answers the question. Like, it, it's an American company, but okay. Let's hear your arguments. Um... So they say that they source their main ingredients directly from South Korea. So they get their snail mucin, their ginseng extract, and other ingredients from South Korea. They say that by doing that, they're using ingredients of a higher quality and purity than you would find anywhere else in the world. It says they work with South Korean partners to ensure the authenticity and integrity of the ingredients that are delivered to you. Now... It also says their head of product development. Her name is Ella Cho. I I think from reading this, she's a Korean-American woman. But it says that... uh, She spent time living in Korea. She spent time living in Korea. She seems to be of Korean descent. She has worked with some of the world's largest K-beauty brands. And she has... It says... She has, quote, helped to perfectly align the Soulceuticals brand with the philosophy behind Korean skincare. Then it says, our manufacturing process. Are our products made in Korea? No, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) They're 100% made in a state-of-the-art U.S. facility. We choose to produce our Korean skincare products in the United States because it's here that we can be directly involved. I mean... And then it says, this doesn't mean that our Soulceuticals products aren't truly Korean skincare. Our product line is developed to follow Korean skincare philosophies and use Korean sourced key ingredients. 
I'm sorry, but if your products are manufactured in the United States and the company is owned by Americans, you are an American company. You are not a Korean brand. And all of this can still be true. They align their products with Korean skincare practices and they get their ingredients from Korea. And that can all be true, but they're not a Korean skincare brand. That's just not factually accurate. They're no. an American brand. They're American brands. And also one of the big appealing parts of Korean skincare is that it isn't um, privy to the ridiculous laws and kind of sta standards of American skincare yes, products. Yes, I mean, uh, my understanding was that part of, yes, the appeal was that, and we talked about this with, with sunscreens in particular, that because they're regulated here in the United States by the FDA, America is really far behind in approving new sunscreen technologies that other countries have moved ahead with. And there's ingredients that they use in South Korean products that are not FDA approved yet yeah. because the FDA hasn't approved a new sunscreen ingredient since the 90s or something like that. And so that's part of the appeal is that they're technologically ahead of the game and there's just not as much red tape to getting these things approved. So like, I just don't buy their argument that they're truly a Korean brand because they're an American brand. But I mean, all these things they're saying can still be true. They could still be a great brand, but they're just not Korean. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> you know, I could open a Korean restaurant and and serve traditional Korean food. It's it's in this is a Korean inspired yes. company and good and yes. that's great, fantastic. I'm I'm actually glad. And I mean, in a way, I'm kind of pleased that there are American companies here in the U.S. that are really taking inspiration from um, kind of the Korean philosophy of what good skincare is. But it's just, yeah, it is. It's that. It's that appropriation. It is. Word. I mean, it's so interesting because, right, this is a conversation that it's come up in so many spheres, like food, like you mentioned, or. Um, Gosh, fashion. fashion, fitness, like if you're talking about a practice like yoga, I, I've never really heard this conversation in the skincare realm engaged in in a serious way, but it's, this is, I found this pretty interesting and I think it's kind of ballsy that they have this whole page on their FAQ Very. and then at the bottom of the page, so they lay all this out, you know, we make our products in the United States, we're American, and then it ends with, it, it has this all bold subhead at the bottom of this very long FAQ that says, Soulceuticals is real, legit Korean skincare. No, no it's no, not. It's not. It's, it's, it, it is anything it's but. It's real, legit, real, legit American Korean. skincare yeah, that American. is inspired by yeah. Korean brands. But Tot yeah, it's just very like gaslighty. Like, why not just say Korean inspired or whatever? But I mean, and you go to the website and it says Soulceuticals at the top and then it has to the left of that, I assume what is the brand name written in Korean, you know, characters. So, I mean, if you never went to that FAQ page or you just didn't Google the brand, like you would 100% think that you were getting products shipped from Korea. Oh, so Korea. Well, that's why I just gave them $20 because I thought that was what was happening yeah. before I stayed to listen to the actual story. Right? And so I just, it's, I have very mixed feelings about this. Like I said, they probably make a great product. I will give them all the benefit of the doubt and, you know, but mm -hmm. it just this argument that they're truly Korean is really... Um, yeah, and I don't know how that would stand in a court of law, you know. And if there are any, you know, if I'm a Korean, if I'm a, an authentic Korean skincare brand reading this, I'm going to be really pissed. I would be a little like, PO'd. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and what's the name, what's her name, the woman that runs this Amy place? Amy Romero. Amy Romero, if you're listening, and you know, we 
I have just bought one of your products and I will, I am going to try it out and I, and I will talk about it completely, um, you know, without any bias whatsoever. And if it's good, I will shout it from the rooftops. We'd love to have you on to talk about um, Solsuticals. You know, I'd love to really get to the bottom of uh, if whether yes. all of these claims are and in fact true you know what's interesting is like so i'm looking now at the bios on the website for the uh, the president and the ceo of his company so they're this married couple amy romero and craig romero so amy romero's story is you know she had all these skin problems and she spent so much money trying to fix them and then it says because of that she really wanted to develop a more affordable option for people great origin story nothing to do with korea but cool okay and then her husband, it says he spent 21 years in the business of digital marketing and business strategy. Now he's gone on to help develop SoulCeuticals. And also he's the CEO and co-founder of another skincare line called Admire My Skin. So this whole Korean skincare thing is sort of a branding exercise here. And I just think, okay, between this and then our previous deep dive into the whole Dr. Brenner brand and the like mystery of that and who founded it. I am now extremely interested in this world of skincare line development and how it gets done. And yeah, and I I'm... almost feel like this podcast, we should gradually morph it into, did you ever listen to that podcast startup that was about it was like a documentary podcast about podcasters starting a podcasting company. Very meta. But we should try to start a skincare line someday and document it. Yes. There is a class that I saw on the schedule at UCLA. One of their extension classes is a chemistry class specifically for, about formulating skincare products. <gasps> we should take the class and take sort of, you know, our studies from diving into these brands and we should try to start a skincare line and just report on all of the <laughs> ins and outs and like all the you know marketing magic that you have to do and stuff because I just think it's really it's quite interesting it's very interesting and, and it's really ripe for some transparency absolutely and I don't think there is much transparency there I think we take so much of this on face value yes well, no pun did. intended yeah um and no and... one takes it seriously enough to do any real reporting on it you know what I mean like it's just everyone just accepts these marketing claims yeah and because it's skincare it's seen as somehow frivolous and a bit you know capricious and just a bit you know so it's, it's not like it's a charity posing as you know kind of telling lies to get money it's skincare brand so but this this stuff goes on our face yes. i don't want to be like i don't want to rub lies into my face <laughs> i don't want to love rub lies into my face either you know so mm -hmm. i mean and and, and Disclaimer, I'm not saying that anyone at SoulCeuticals is lying. I think they are very smart in a way because they're capitalizing on a really hot topic in the skincare realm right now, which is Korean skincare. And it's a hot topic for a reason because it works for a lot of people. Um, and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with inspiration. But does inspiration equate to actually claiming that they are Korean. I just don't think it does. No. I just don't think it does. But I will report back on um, on the serum. Uh, and if I like it, I'm going to buy some other stuff because it's affordable. Yes. And you know what? In the interest of fairness, I will purchase at least one SoulCeuticals product this week. Yeah. And I too will report back on it because I've, <laughs> I've just said judgy things about their brand and their marketing. So 
I think only to be fair, I will spend some money on um, on this brand. I will try a product and then try to just assess the product, you know, as on its own. That was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Good find. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have one last thing on my list. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. Go for I'm it. not tired of me. Slugging. I tried slugging. Ah, uh, uh, is this why you're looking a bit glossy, do you think? Well, I don't think so, because I tried it more than a week ago. Oh, okay. So it wouldn't be affecting me now. That's just the Vanny Cream sunblock. But so this is the trend that we've seen on social media where people put Vaseline all over their face, basically, as a yeah. final step in their nighttime skincare routine. Yeah. It's like slugs. Slugs and snails are bo- are in for very different reasons yes. in the skincare world at the moment. So before I tried it, I was very concerned that like if I put petroleum jelly all over my face, yeah. is this going to clog my pores? Yeah. And it's really confusing if you Google this because you get different answers depending on what source you look at. But in my usual style, I kept going and I think I finally did arrive at an answer and an explanation for why it seems so confusing. So apparently petroleum jelly in and of itself, like the, the pure stuff, is not comedogenic. So it doesn't clog your pores. It's like the molecules are sort of too big to get in your pores or something like that. Mm-hmm. However, what it does do is it creates a barrier over your skin and then whatever else is underneath it much more than a regular moisturizer. So it like it creates like a a film over your face. And I guess this is part of the concept of slugging is that if you put a moisturizer or some product on then adding this layer of petroleum jelly really seals it in mm-hmm. and like can help quickly repair your skin barrier if you have if any issues with it or if it's damaged. Uh-huh. But the problem is if you're not careful, it will also seal in any dust or microbes or, mm. you know, whatever is around or on your fingers or or in the air. And so even though the petroleum jelly itself isn't going to clog your pores, it can lead to problems with clogged pores because it's such a sealant, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So, like, you don't want to, like, put it on your face and then go work out or something because it would, like, trap the sweat and then that would Mm. clog your pores. So, having read all that, I was like, okay, I will try this. So, because I was in New York last week and that was why we actually skipped a week. I was doing some traveling. It was so cold And my skin was just so dry and felt so kind of chapped from just cold wind that I did try slugging. So I put on a really rich night cream one night. And then as soon as it sank in, I followed it with a thin layer. I think this is really key of petroleum jelly and then slept with it. And it was fine. I think if you're experiencing serious dryness or you're in really cold temperatures and you just do it carefully as like a one night thing to do do like a quick fix for just repairing that uh that skin barrier and moisture layer i think it's okay it was not bad i mean my skin was you know a little softer the next morning i think it did save me from flakiness and dryness cuz of the cold but would i incorporate this regularly into my routine mm, i don't know it seems kind of like high risk low reward to me yeah, and just not, I don't know, it's not the nicest way to end the, end the day with a load of petroleum jelly on your face. The other, th- the other thing is, well, I want to pick up on is you said you put a thin layer of Vaseline on your face. But in my mind, slugging is not a thin layer. Mm. It's like getting like 
putting four fingers into the tub and like ooh. Like, I mean, I mean, is, isn't that what it is? I mean, that's what I feel like I've seen on TikTok. It's like you put like a ridiculous amount and just like kind of cover your face with it. Oh, and ugh. then yeah, I mean, and then it's almost like moisture overload, and your skin just kind of drinks in all of that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I clearly haven't done. <laughs> that I, could be what it means on TikTok. W- wasn't available for the slugging tutorial whenever it was um, being given out. So. Yeah, that. I would not recommend based on my reading. Um, that probably is what people are doing on TikTok is like yeah. globs of it. But once I looked up what is the proper way to do this and is it a real thing, I definitely saw recommendations of like a thin layer and you do it, you know, a decent amount of time before you go to bed so that it doesn't smear all over your pillow. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, otherwise, if you just glob too much of it on, I think there's a bigger danger that you are just going to trap stuff in there that you don't want. That could clog your pores. Right, Plus, it's going to like get all over your pillow and like be messy and like, ugh. So, yeah. I would say thin layer is ideal. Okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you did, did you do it one night? I just did it one night. Yeah, I was a little like wary of yeah. doing it many nights in a row because I just think like uh, I didn't. But it for the one night. I mean, like I said, if you really have dry skin, uh-huh. it was kind of a nice quick fix. But um. But it just seems like it was a little like you have to be really diligent about um, really removing it the next morning. So I had to cleanse really well because I was afraid that if I like if I didn't and then I was going about my day, I would sweat. I would be walking around this dirty city like stuff would get trapped in it, you know, and I create a skin problem. So, yeah. I wouldn't do it every night. Yeah, I've got through life this far without slugging. So I, I, just, I just don't think I'm going to go there. But, you know, to all um, sluggers out there, I really do wish you nothing but luck. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. Are we are we done? I think so. We had a pretty full we have. roster today. We've done we've done scathing exposés. We've done slugging deep dives. Um, we've talked about AHA toners and an SPF and I mean, we've really covered a lot of ground here today. We have. It just built up over a couple of weeks because we weren't here. So keep, I was going to say keep putting the lotion in the basket, but that's not our sign off. It's keep wearing SPF. Oh yeah. But maybe from a branding perspective, we should start saying keep putting the lotion yeah. in the basket. Keep putting the lotion in the basket if it's SPF. How about that? Boom. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>